Okay, welcome to episode number 10 of the Optometrist Business School podcast. Coming up on this week's show, we're going to be talking about the magic formula for your practice. Now, what is it? Well, it's all coming up in just a few moments. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the Optometrist Business School podcast with John Prowse. As an optometrist himself and with a highly successful private cash-based practice in the UK, this show is dedicated to helping great optometrists become profitable business owners. Thanks for joining and now let the class begin. Okay, so welcome to episode number 10. So it is about the magic formula. So before I want to get into that, I'm doing this podcast today and it's actually on a Sunday and it is absolutely beautiful outside. It's it's a, a national holiday for us here in England on the Monday. It's called Bank Holiday Monday. So we tend to get a slightly extended weekend. Now, a lot of optometry practices, especially the bigger chain ones, they open on the Monday as an extra day of, of business. So they, they, they don't give their staff this, this extra holiday, but I do, okay? And I even, we even close on the Saturday so the staff get a nice uh, long weekend. Now, why is that important? It's because your staff are assets and you need to look after them like you would look after a really good performing racehorse. But a lot of businesses don't see the staff as assets. They're, they're just kind of, they see them almost as just objects, as literally just as employees. But they are human beings and you've got to look after them. Now, you, you don't want to give them free reign over your business. You, you don't want to mother cuddle them. But you do need to give them the respect and you do need to look after them. Okay, I am very strict with my staff, but I'm also very, very fair and this story hit hub on Friday when I got to work on the Friday and one of my best members of staff, she's only 25, but she's been with me from the start from since the age of around 19. And she was shaking, she was quite pale and she said, oh, John, I think uh, I should have told you this a few years ago, but I've been suffering from anxiety and, and depression and I've gone to my doctor th- uh, yesterday and the prescribed me some pills and I've taken them. I'm not very well. I don't think I can pull through today. So we sat down, we had a chat. I let her go home because she just wasn't very well. And like I said, we gave the rest of the staff the the Saturday off and obviously the, the bank holiday Monday. So please do take time to stop and smell the roses, both for yourself, but also for your staff. Now, now I've got that little bit out of the way. It was all about, you know, trying to enjoy life. But at the same time, we have to run a business. So this is why I'm going to be talking about my magic formula. Okay. So now today's podcast is just literally going to be short and sweet because I want to get out and enjoy the sun. I've been for my morning routine, the uh, my morning ritual. I've been for a run, but I want to get out and have a nice walk with the dog. So the magic formula is coming up very, very soon. Now, the take-home message for today is like every single podcast. I try and just give you one strategy that you can implement into your business. So I do these podcasts usually once every two weeks to once a week. So 
by the end of the year, you should have, a, have at least 20 strategies you could take into your practice and implement them. Now, I, I had a conversation with one guy who said, look, I've got, you've been in business six years, John. I've, I've been actually in business about 20 years. Why, why should I listen to you? And it was an interesting question. But after the discussion, what we managed to kind of narrow down was, yes, he'd been in business 20 years, but really he'd only been in business one year, just 20 times. He hadn't really tried anything new. He got stuck in a rut. He was just going through the motions day in, day out. Now, where I'm different is I've had the practice for six years now, started from scratch, and nearly every week I'm testing something out. I'm always testing something new, some marketing strategy online or offline, or even just changing a headline in a reminder letter. I'm always trying something new, okay? So that's one of the good reasons to listen to these podcasts because I'm not just working from a book. I've got my own practice, and I'm always testing things out there. My practice is like my my marketing lab, and when it works, I do a podcast. So this week, it's on the, the magic formula. So here it is. You want to write this down, okay? Now, like a lot of the stuff I do, it may not sound sexy, but it's very, very valuable to your business. So what is this magic formula? Okay, this, write it down. It's value equals benefits divided by price. Let me say that one more time. Value equals benefits divided by price. Now that might might not mean anything to you at the moment, but we're gonna go through it. We're gonna break it down because it's very important for your business. So the value, what we're we talking about in terms of value. The value is the value that you give to your patients. And it's the, the value your patients feel that they are getting from your practice. So there's two ways you can increase the value to your patients. Now one, if you look at the formula, it's basic mathematics. If you look at the formula, you can either increase the benefits, okay? Or you can decrease the price. So it's a simple fraction. You increase the numerator, which is the benefits, or you decrease the price, the denominator. And guess what most businesses do? Most independent optometry practices, they decrease the price, okay, which is a big mistake. Where their strong point is, is where they can they can increase their benefits massively. Independent practices, they're nimble, they, they don't need to go through the bureaucracy of the bigger companies if they want to change something, they could just go and implement it the next day. So that's where the advantage is, that's the beauty of being an independent optometry practice we can change things, we can do things straight away, and we can add massive, massive benefits to our patients. But most of us, most optometry practices ignore that. They just focus on price. So if they want to increase the value to the patients, they decrease the price. So let's actually go through some numeric examples. So if we could give the benefits of an independent practice some unit of of measurement, I'm going to give it a score of 450 units. Okay, just bear with me on this one because it's I'm trying to get the, the message across using mathematics, okay? But once you get it, you'll get it, trust me. So 
a typical independent optometry practice does have higher perceived benefits compared to the, a bigger chain. So that the general public would see an independent practice as having higher benefits to a big uh, national chain of optical stores because you, you've often got the name of the owner above the store and people see that person as being more trustworthy, more customer focused and not all just about offers. So there is a slightly higher perceived benefit to independent practices, which is good. So I'm giving it a score of 450. Okay, so just bear with me. Now, if we then divided the that, that benefit by the price. Now, again, these numbers are just for example purposes only. So a typical, typical practice, let's say the average transaction value is $150. Now, I'm sticking with the dollars here because although I'm from England, we use British pounds. I've got a lot of listeners from the US and Canada, so we're sticking with dollars because I was speaking to a manageress of an optical store when I was over in a place called Boulder in Colorado, and I was talking in, in British pounds, and it was just confusing this lady. I was talking about how some of the Lindbergh glasses we stock the bespoke glasses, we sell them for about 420 pounds. And she was like, wow, that's that sounds like a lot of money because you know, 420 pounds is, a, is quite a heavy weight. So f- for this purpose, we're sticking with dollars. I do tend to sidetrack. Let's get back to business, okay? So the magic formula, the value of a typical independent optometry practice is 450 divided by 150 equals three. So I'm giving a typical average independent practice a value of three. Now let's compare this to a bigger chained optical store. Now the perceived benefits of a bigger chained optical store is generally lower than an independent practice. So these bigger chain opticians, the patients know what they're getting. They understand that the, the benefits are going to be less than going to an independent practice because it's not as customer orientated. It's more of a production line. So the perceived benefits are already lower in the patient's mind. So let's give the big optical stores a measurement of their benefit as as 300, okay? Now, the bigger chain stores have, often have a lower price point. So let's say the average transaction value is $50, okay? So it's, if we plug that into the formula, what is the value of the bigger chained optical stores? It's 300 divided by 50, which is six. So although they have a lower benefit, they have a lower price, a much lower price, which increases the value. So we said we gave the independents a score of three for the value and the bigger chains a score of six. So are you with me so far? Let's move on to what most independent practices do. They decrease the price in order to improve the value. So sticking with the 450 benefits because they typically don't change the benefits they offer their patients, they decrease the price. So it's 450 divided by 100 is 4.5. So the $100 is they've dropped it from say 150 to 100. Again, these are just figures to try and get the message across. I hope you understand the concept. 
So a lot of independent practices, they keep the benefits the same, the 450 units just as a, uh, as a measurement I'm trying to give you, and then they drop the price. So in this case, I've done it from 150 to 100. And what does that do to the value? Yes, it increases the value. So it's 4.5. If you remember just a few seconds ago, I said the value before dropping the price was three. So we've now increased the value of this independent practice to 4.5. The value to the patients, they see it as higher. But there's a couple of things that are wrong with this situation. One thing, if you just simply drop the price in an independent practice, usually two things happen. You start having to work much harder, both yourself and your staff, and that puts strain on your customer service. And you may even have to then recruit extra staff, and staff are expensive. So you've increased your workload, you've lowered your price, and you're gonna to have to start recruiting more staff. Now, that's situation one, which in itself may not be a bad thing, but often what happens, the marketing in independent practices isn't very good. So although you've lowered the price, that message doesn't get out there. And often many independent practices don't deal with enough patients to justify slashing the prices. So all that happens is the, you're going to start attracting bargain hunters, people who just come to you for price. And the minute they sniff a, a cheaper price somewhere else, off they go. And also the people, your best patients that are coming back to you time and time again and who would pay higher prices, they are now, they're still coming to you, but they're paying low prices. So your profits plummet. Okay, so I think this, this model isn't the best option for an independent practice. Now that's not to say you should all be charging high prices. No, in our practice, we, we still have a selection of glasses that are budget frames and budget lenses. But just to, to cut the prices across the board is just, it's seriously bad for business. Uh, and I think that's why a lot of independent stores are closing. In the UK, they're closing at a rate of between 20 to 30 stores a month across the UK. It is unbelievable. Because when it comes to trying to attract new patients, that's what independents do. They look at what everybody else is doing and everybody else is competing on price, free this, free that, buy one, get one free, free photochromics, and, and they copy it. But they don't understand the the principles behind all this. To, you really, to do that, you would need a completely different model. You would need to have m a much more patients coming in to your practice to justify slashing the prices. And, and your company structure needs to be completely changed. You would need to have more staff. So a much better way to improve your business with this formula is increase the numerator, which is the benefits. Massively increase the benefits to your patients. Now, I'm not gonna get into the ins and outs of how to do that. You need to lock yourself in a room and think, how can you improve the benefits to your patients? And like I said before, as an independent optometry practice, there's many ways to do it because the, you, we don't need to go for a board of directors. We don't have all that bureaucracy. We could just implement them overnight if you choose to. So increase the benefits. Don't decrease the price. And in some cases, you can even justify increasing 
the price as well as the benefit as well. Because people don't just buy on price. So let me plug that into the formula. If you can increase your benefits from say 450 units to 1200 units, and you increase your price from $150 to $180 per transaction, what happens to the value? The value goes up. If you plug that into the formula, the value is eight. Okay, so we started off with three, but we can actually get it to eight. We can you know, nearly triple the value by really tripling the benefits. Now, let me just give you a, br a brief example staring at me right now I have two laptop computers one is an Apple MacBook Pro and one is some fairly nasty looking Acer Microsoft laptop that is just a pain in the bum okay now the MacBook Pro was three times the price as my Acer laptop that runs on Microsoft Windows 10 but although it was more expensive I, I have this as a much higher value product because it's just much simpler to use. It starts up faster. It, it doesn't crash. It's just, it's a lot lighter to carry around with me. And it, it's mainly just the workflow. It just, I could just work on it. I don't have to hang around for windows to load up. And so you know, not many people buy purely on price. Okay, that's one thing that I want to try and drive into your mind from this podcast. A lot of people buy on, on the benefits they get. So in my case, you know, the benefits from this uh, the MacBook Pro far outweigh the benefits of the basic Microsoft computer. So although it's a higher price, it's a much higher value to me. Yeah, that's how you want to think about the your products and services in your practice. How can you really significantly increase the benefits of your practice without dropping the price? And often, and often in the case, you can increase the price because if people understand they're getting a better product and a better service, then the, the price doesn't come into it. We often just, it's in our minds, people only buy on price. But as I've said on other podcasts, if everybody buys on price, we'd all be driving around in some dodgy old car. We'd all be living in some communist community blocks of apartments, but we're not. Everybody is different. And we don't just buy in price. So remember the formula to increase the value to your patients. You must increase the benefits. Okay. Don't decrease the price. And I'm going to leave the podcast with a quote from Sir Winston Churchill. He said, never give in. Never, never, never. And that's very, very powerful for an independent practice. Especially if you start from scratch, you would want to throw in the towel probably several times. Or if you're in it for the long haul, if you've had your own practice for a while, you feel like giving up, don't. Because an optometry practice can be fun. It can also give you a great lifestyle and it can improve the lives of many other people, your patients and your staff. So you want to concentrate on really improving your business. Now, just before we wrap this uh, podcast up, I want to say I've got a new course. Now, this is a course that I'm wanting some optometrists to test pilot for me. Now, it's a six-week course. I've been working on this for the last probably four or five months, and I'm just putting the finishing touches to it. It's called the Optometrist Business Growth School. 
So it's a six-week live course. So you, we get to speak via a webinar every week and you get the presentation every week and you get to ask me any questions. Now, it's going to be a test run. So I just want to see how it works out, how it helps people. And so I'm asking for some feedback. And in return for that, you get 90% off the, the normal price. If you're interested, the best thing to do is go to my website. It's www.optometristmarketingacademy.com and get on the email list and then just send me an email. Reply to any emails I send and just say, John, I'm interested in your new course. Or you can even fax me. It's a UK number. It's 01287 So I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast and I hope you get out and enjoy the sun or enjoy the outdoors and keep working on your practice. Okay, that's it for now. I'll be back next time. Take care and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Optometrist Business School Podcast. If you want to advance your business education even faster, head over to www.optometristmarketingacademy.com for instant access to reports and online training classes. We will see you again next time for another episode of John Prowse's podcast show. And remember, your best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today.